Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Marriage. Welcome to episode 19 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Absolutely. So fall has officially arrived here in Virginia where we're located. It really has. It just happened overnight. I think summer was like, you know what, 2020, I'm done with you. <laughs> like everything else, we're You're done with 2020. not even worth my warm, sunny days. I'm out of here. It left in a hurry. It went from like a couple of weeks ago, it was 100 degrees with yeah. like 100% humidity. And it was 58 degrees yesterday afternoon. I'm officially wearing sweatshirts, leggings. It's crisp. Well, I may have had a, a pumpkin spice um, oh, just the pumpkin coffee spices the other day out. and yeah. a candle burning. I, I forgot know. what Starbucks is. I haven't been there in months. I know. I hadn't had one in a long time, and I saw the advertisement. I was like, well, I guess it's crisp in there. I'll pop in and grab one. I don't know. <laughs> I might as well embrace it. Summer has officially pieced out on me. Yeah, no kidding. So, well, are you looking forward to cooler temps? Like, what are your thoughts? I gotta admit, the 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 dog days of summer were very real this 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 past couple months. Yeah, like, the air was thick. It was it was bad. Like our youngest son, he didn't even want to go. Nobody wanted to go outside. It was like mm-hmm. like a ghost town. You combine that with all this lockdown stuff, and yeah, like no none of the kids were playing. It was just too hot. You couldn't even walk outside without sweating. It, it was, was really hot. And yeah. then by the end of summer, the pool essentially was a bath. Yeah, it was but, pretty yes, warm. The short wasn't answer refreshing. to your question is yes. It was nice to run yesterday and not needing to stop every like quarter mm-hmm. mile to down a Gatorade because you're lost five pounds of sweat. It yeah. was. It it's was so nuts. much better to it work was, out outside nice. now, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, so babe, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So today, I thought it would be fun to. I know we did it in one of our earlier episodes in our introduction, just mm-hmm. kind of a brief summary of who we are. But I thought it would be fun to kind of revisit that, share a little bit more about who you are, who I am, who we are together, how we met. I love it. And then have a fun Q and A because we really want you guys to get to know us better and feel like you know we're friends. There you go. Right. Absolutely. So why don't you kick us off, Tommy? Tell me a little bit about, or tell our listeners about... I tell you? Well, yeah. <laughs> Jackie, my wife of 19 Hi, years. Hi, I'm Jackie. <laughs> nice to meet you. That's right. You're cute. Yeah, I like you too. We should get married. <laughs> we should. Done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I grew up in Maryland. Um, you know, we've shared our ages in the past, so um, I'm 41 um, grew up in Maryland. My dad was Department of Defense. We moved down here to Virginia in 93 mm-hmm. and been here ever since. And um, I, I grew up always playing sports. So you guys will hear a lot of sports analogies. I've been in sales for the past 16 years. So I, I tend to, you know, you kind of speak about what you know. So mm-hmm. I I don't talk too much in sports-isms, but I reference that and what I've learned along the way. He um, has Tommy-isms. Stop it. I love old, them. I've got old like, dad jokes, apparently. I love your Tommyisms. Tommyisms. That's what I call them. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been an athlete and in sales my, you know, basically my entire life between the two. And mm-hmm. 
you know, always wanted to get married. I got lucky and met the woman of my dreams. You caught lightning in a bottle. Oh gosh, that's one of those Tommyisms, apparently. <laughs> and then when you hear it all the time, you're like, "Oh, Tommy didn't like make that one up." Or what was the other one? I'm out of the pocket. And you're like, "What?" What'd I you actually say? use that one a lot now you in do. business. It's now. really funny. Thank you for sharing your Tommyism yeah. with me. I use it too. It's a good one. It is a good one. I don't take credit for, for creating that. But but I hear them from you. I've literally never heard any of these until yeah. you share them. And I'm like, I've never. what does that mean? Or where'd you hear that? So I just say they're Tommyisms. Yeah. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Keep telling fine. us. Well, tell me or tell our listeners, yeah. okay, a little bit about where you actually grew up, where you're from. Because we did kind of grow up totally polar opposites, yeah. you know, as far as environment. I mean, I grew up, I wouldn't say I was grew up in the country, but we always had land or were right next to a lot of land. We had a state park that was basically just woods that was right behind our house growing up. And my brother and I lived outside. We mm-hmm. knew nothing but, like, my memories as a child are almost exclusively of outside things. Playing sports, riding bikes, mm-hmm. going through the woods, building forts, all like the typical boy stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I remember my homes growing up, but... All of my memories are, are playing sports. Yeah, Your literally. mom basically said, don't come in until the sun comes. <laughs> yeah, looking back, I think she just... Get out. Yeah, I don't think it was that. I think she just didn't want to be around us. No, no I'm kidding. She loves sure us. she had two very rambunctious boys. We were very to play high energy. Yeah. yeah, we were very high energy. So I could, I would do the same thing. And it's weird as you when we moved to Virginia and kind of lived in a typical suburbia type house with like a tiny little yard. Mm-hmm. It was nice not having to mow as much, but it was odd it. not having... I mean, we had a 60-yard football field in the front yard, and we took batting practice in the backyard. Like, that was how big of land we had. And then we were surrounded by cows and horses and pigs, so Mm -hmm. technically I was a country boy, I guess. It sounds pretty country to me. Yeah, pretty much. Just like you, right? Like, all of of your life growing up? I saw cows all the time. Yeah. So what about you, baby? (laughs) Well, um, I am originally from the Bronx, um, mm-hmm. not a lot of grass No, and, um, yeah, completely different. So I'm actually, um, Hispanic, so completely different in terms of, uh, you know, what I grew up with in terms of food and, or just culture. You know, mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of differences that we recognize that maybe I experienced in my home. Um, but I grew up in the Bronx in a two bedroom apartment with my mom and dad and my older sister and loved New York. And really to me, I mean, I know two bedroom apartment sounds incredibly small to me right now, but it was fine. Like we were happy and we had people over the time all over, over the house all the time and yeah. never felt small. Um, but you know, the beauty of living in New York is you have everything at your fingertips. We right. were always out, always in the city. There's tons of restaurants. We had amazing parks. And and yes, I was outdoors and we did a lot of outdoor activities, but it wasn't playing baseball or, right. no, I didn't see cows, but I had the Bronx Zoo. That was pretty close. <laughs> That's a phenomenal zoo. If cows at the Bronx Zoo. We, so you know we were what? 20, I rode a llama. I rode a llama at the Bronx. I don't think they let you do that anymore. We were 20 yeah. minutes from town. Like it was a, yeah. it was a chore. I mean, it was, it was a, you know. What's town? Like the, the, the city. <laughs> no, it was What is it like? Town, a, a like food just a normal, and... just a typical, like what we would call suburbia. Yeah. We just happened to be 20 minutes outside of it, which was very farmy mm-hmm. country. Farmy? Farmy. Yeah. That's a new Tommyism. That's a new word. All right. And then, so you, yeah. what happened then? So unfortunately, um, 
My mm. father passed away suddenly when I was eight. Um, and so we had to leave New York and we moved down to Virginia. My mom's brother, my uncle, lived down here at the time. So we um, made our way down here and have been here ever since. Now, I still have roots in New York. My sure. older sister still lives there and I have other family members that live in we New York. We go there quite a bit. We do. We go there all the time. And there's a lot of things that were just, it was a culture shock. It really was. I mean, you know, it's, I know it sounds weird, but um, in the Bronx, you know, you would hear it's pretty noisy outside. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was almost like white noise. It would kind of be soothing. So when we moved here, um, I had a hard time sleeping. It was too quiet. You know, hearing crickets or And I have a hard time when we go up to New York sleeping in your sister's house because... Well, the train's pretty loud. The train's right there behind it, yeah. (laughs) The Metro North and Amtrak. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not grow up um, in New York playing sports, but we did a lot of other activities and went into the city all the time. There were things that I got to experience that maybe, you know, unfortunately weren't able to just because it wasn't close by. I would be out of my element if I was eight years old up in New York City, that's for sure. I remember one of my... I'll share this. I know it doesn't mean anything. Actually, no. You know exactly what this is. It probably means something to you. I went to the original Cabbage Patch store in the city, and they had this whole, like, it was a fake Cabbage Patch. And every hour, Mm. a new Cabbage Patch doll would be born. Lovely. See, these are the things that you get to do, though, like, if you, like, live in the city in New York. That's a perfect segue into my childhood <laughs> because we didn't have real cabbage patch dolls i this think is my, really funny my aunt made fake cabbage patch dolls didn't she sign them on the rear end too i don't remember a signature on the butt but we got fake that and my mom used to make our shorts and clothes yeah not and not pretty with curly red hair and buck teeth it was uh it was not a pretty sight you were adorable mm. and by the way I actually had one of my three Cabbage Patch kids because I had a preemie. They're bald. I had a redhead Cabbage Patch. That's right. And then you liked Archie Comics growing up. I did. Up, so I loved Archie. So you were just destined to fall in love with the redhead. One of my favorite movies was Annie. That's right. Knew every lyric. And for a while there, to my be, mom babe. told me that I was actually in the movie. Yeah, and there's a little a girl who looks story. just like me. I believed so, that for many years. Okay, so moving on. Let's <laughs> fast forward to ninth grade. First day of ninth grade. I'm in a new school. Mm-hmm. This Girl gets up wearing a maroon dress down to her ankles. We went to a very strict small yes. Christian school. Like we with a band-aid on, on her face. Yes. Not my finest moment. Oh, it was finest. Because you belted out whatever song it was up on stage and <laughs> I was hooked. And I won you over. I was in love. Mm, that's sweet. Yeah. That's really sweet. And you told your mom on day one what? I did. I saw you in the very front row and you were sitting there with your Jansport backpack. <laughs> I remember that. And um, I had a crush on you immediately. And I remember telling Mary, which I think we talked about that in our earlier mm-hmm. episode. But when my mom came to pick me up, because again, it's ninth grade. None of us have our driver's license at this point in time. My mom comes to pick me up and you walk across the parking lot, maybe to your dad's car or somebody, whomever's picking you up. And I pointed to you and I said, mom, that's the boy. (laughs) That's the boy. Yeah. So that was 93. So fast forward 27 years later and here we are. It was meant to be. So we dated on and off through high school. Most of high school we were together, but you know, like normal, like normal high school relationships. We were kids. You broke up with me multiple times. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't remember that. I actually think that you broke up um, with me. I was waiting for a quick times. reply. Wow, it took you a, a little while to to respond back to that one. Yeah, I, I feel you're I need quick. a little bit of coffee today. I feel like yeah, like, I might have you know not know what I was doing. I was stupid. I was you were foolish. a boy. 
And then we got back together. Mm-hmm. And when you came to your senses. Oh, indeed. And we've been married for just over 19 years just now. Just over 19 years. And we are happily married. We have two sons. One's 20. One is 13. And just started virtual school. He's kind of into his little routine. It's going pretty well. The school system has done a nice job, as good a job as they can with all the mm-hmm. with all the changes. So we're pretty pleased so far. Although we definitely miss the social interaction. He, it's you know, he really needs that. I, I know I'm not going to get into a political coronavirus debate here, but just fundamentally, I just said graders, I need a coffee. If you go into a debate, I'm going to fall asleep. I'll, I'll just be debating myself. <laughs> No, like seventh graders need social interaction. They, they're developing social skills mm-hmm. as they're all going through all these changes and, yeah. you know, their worlds are changing and now they can't even like interact with each other. I think it's going to be really detrimental, but. Well, the positive is we have soccer going and Indeed. soccer is back in full swing. So we have practice, we have games and, you know, actually, uh, I don't know if I shared it on our Instagram or not, but in the midst of this, we've done a lot of home projects, which are definitely on Instagram, but I don't know if I had shared this. Tommy actually built a treehouse for Dylan. So all of his friends have been coming over like on the weekend or after school and they work on the treehouse. So, I mean, that's a positive, it you is. know, that they're actually looking to do other things, maybe creative things and yeah, use their imagination. And, and that was I like a, that they're doing that. That was like a, a hearkening back to my childhood. Cause we had, as part of our land that we had, we you had, had a treehouse. Heck yeah. I had a treehouse. You should have shared that earlier, but we, um, we built it out of, there was this, a couple houses over, there was this old barn that had like fallen down years ago. So we like yeah. scavenged as much wood as we were, we could get our hands on that wasn't rotted. Mm-hmm. And that was most of the, the tree house. But no, it was pretty slick. It sounds secure. It was. I'm sure looking back at now, I'd be like, that's ah, <laughs> not up to code. <laughs> Probably <not>. <laughs> But <laughs> I had a lot of fun building that. Or and it's not use like some Gorilla Glue, <laughs> a couple of rusted the, nails. There was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was probably, it probably wouldn't hold my 215 pounds right now. No. Um, no, we had, but it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm about to build a little zip line that you're not real happy about. I am not, I am not on board with the zip line. The zip line's going to be awesome. I'm not on board with this. Well. You'll probably go down and once be like, "This was awesome. Why didn't I'm you do sure this earlier?" I'm sure it's fun, but I'm I'm concerned about the dangers. It's not that of... far. It's only like 40 feet up in the air. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's not. Yeah, and here's they're gonna love it. Yeah, and the next question is gonna be, "Hey, can you build a zip line from the treehouse to the pool?" He's already asked. No, the answer is no. I said no. Yeah. I said not when mom's around. That's where I put my foot down. I would never do that one. Not with you around, at least. So. Okay. Yeah. Let's Get into Let's do some it. fun. I think we should ask just some fun, silly questions, things that we don't even normally ask each other. And do you want to do you want to kick us off with some of those questions, Tom? Yes, baby. So the first question we have is, what food reminds you of meat? That's pretty easy. <laughs> and we don't know our answers here, by the way. So no. this is all we're, we're we're hearing it for the first time. I would have to say that. The number one food that would remind me of you is a delicious Wagyu steak. Mm, just like. Whoa. What? I like it. I'm not trying to be like over the top here. Like that's what you're a nice slab of meat. I don't know how. <laughs> that's see, that is one of the reasons I love you so much. Thank you. I mean, you are. To me, you are. <laughs> you're going to laugh at mine, even though it's kind of sweet. <laughs> now I, I'm concerned. No, it's, if it's, you say something like corn on the cob, no. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> ground, ground chuck meat. No, I, mine's, mine's thoughtful. 
Oh, okay. Now I'm at the edge but of my seat. But it's not Wagyu beef. Sorry. <laughs> See, that's another thing. See, she always sets me up for failure. She no, always, I like, don't. She always builds anticipation. Like no, years. I don't. So you want to know something else about us? So what? I've stopped asking her to guess what a gift is because the gift that she'll guess is always something like 10 times more expensive than what it is. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> then you go back to the drawing board. Is that what happened? No, well, no, but then it just makes me feel like crap because my sorry. gift is not, you know, so I just stopped asking. Yeah. He doesn't ask me anymore. I've and learned. actually, no, there have been a couple of times where I've guessed it. And then yeah, get that's mad. right. And you've guessed it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And why would I even ask? All right. So what I said was your rice and beans with a little sriracha sauce. Okay. Well, my rice and beans are out of this world. They are amazing. So it's a rice and beans is a staple in your family. So what I said was you're very family oriented and loyal. It's delicious and mm. I can't get enough of it. And you got a little spice to you. <laughs> you like that spice? Indeed. <laughs> All right, so, so what's your favorite board game? Okay. So I, this isn't really a board game. So I don't know if it counts, but our nephew actually turned us on to this game called, is this the right name? Unstoppable. Is it Unstoppable? Oh, you got to look that up. No, it's something unicorns. That's like a- Unstable, unstable unicorns. unicorns. Yes. Hilarious game. A lot of fun. It's so much fun. And it's a game of strategy, which I really love games like that. Um, and every single game is different. Like yeah. b- based on what cards are in front of you and you have and the other people have. It's And it's highly strategic and can get- a little, little testy. It can get heated. Yeah. But if I'm going to say a traditional board game, if I had to choose a board game, I mean, you can't really go wrong with Monopoly. And Dylan loves Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a good, you know, family night game. But Unstable Unicorns, if you haven't played it, highly recommend. You can grab it at like Target or Walmart. Yeah, it's, it's a really lot of fun. fun. So I said I'm not really a huge board game fan. Um, and I said Monopoly as well. It's always a, a good go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, our youngest son really likes it, so it's it's something that it's a lot of fun. However, wait, you're not into board games? Not really. It, <laughs> it can it can kind of drag on. A Monopoly game can kind of drag on. Yeah, you know. But um, you know what they need to bring back, which I feel like we used to play in middle school or high school, Pictionary. Like nobody plays it anymore. Yeah, it's probably I don't know, but I I did say I actually really miss like the Candyland. Type games. <laughs> That's a real. I used for to couple, love candy for a couple of reasons. One, you don't have to think. It's super quick. And I miss playing it with when they're little. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't even. There's do we have it still? It's, no, it was all destroyed. I think we were and, missing yeah, pieces. But that's about. That's my level of of board games. Candyland. Candyland. Uno. <laughs> I mean, that at least takes some strategy. Yeah. Candyland literally candy just like roll and see what happens. Oh, or I spin they re- or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think you just like seeing all the sweets on the board. Mm. That's probably Indeed. Okay. So this might be a tough one, but what was your favorite date or what is your favorite date that we've ever had out of all the dates in 19 years? That's that's a a lot lot, of dates. So which one's your favorite? So I was thinking about that and I wanted to exclude like when we're on vacation because that's kind of like a vacation date. Yeah. That's separate. That's a vacation I actually, the one that really popped in my mind was uh, a few years ago, we were mm-hmm. a little tighter on money. Normally we like to go away for our, vac- for our anniversary. Yeah. And it's kind of a, we've talked about that, how important that is to us, but um, we didn't really, we chose not to that year and you suggested it and it was an amazing time when we went to the botanical gardens and had a picnic. Yeah. That was really fun. That was just a great afternoon. Just 
very memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, not a specific date, but I remember when we were first married, mm-hmm. um, you know, didn't have a house yet. We were kind of a lot of the things we were dreaming about. Right. We used to go to dinners and just talk about dreams of the things you wanted do. to do. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that in like a negative that like, oh, we don't do that anymore because we still, well, that's one of our things we do and we mm-hmm. kind of are able to step out and just the two of us go out to dinners. A lot of times we do. We talk about things we want things to do. We, we haven't done yet. There's do. so yeah. many things we haven't but it was, done yet. It was, there was just some nostalgia to it when we were younger. Right. And, and sitting there and just really dreaming. Right. You know? Yeah, because everything was new. What about you, baby? Um... So <laughs> I did choose a vacation date That's fine. It's because your... I bring it up all the time. I always say like, hey, let's hop on a plane and go here because it's like my favorite place. And I love our date there. And it's actually a day date. And it's our brunch date. We always make sure we mm. go on when we go to Grand Cayman. Our favorite brunch is at Luca. And it is we like it is the day. The yeah. day is Luca day. And it's like get dressed pretty and have delicious food it bottomless champagne bottomless champagne or mimosas we sit looking at the beach in the ocean it's amazing yeah i love it too but if i'm gonna also say a local date because obviously that's not something we we don't get to do that as often as i would like (laughs) because if it were up to me i'd be there every sunday for brunch um i really enjoyed our bicycle this was it started out as a picnic on the beach this Mm -hmm. is last year right And then um, we rented bikes and we just uh, rode bikes around the beach. And then we went to a local hotel that has a really nice setup outside for cocktails and charcuterie boards and stuff like that. And we went and we just hung out there and rode our bikes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, around. It was, and it was a beautiful day too. It was actually kind of, I think it was September. It might have been, it was a fall day. I was wearing a sweater for sure. but The Tommy sweater. I think I was wearing the Tommy sweater. Very nice. Do you All like right. that I wear a sweater with your name on it? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I'm looking for a Jackie's t-shirt or something. <laughs> wait, wait, here's the question. Now you think it's cute. Would you have thought it was weird like when we first got married? No, I mean, I don't know. Would you have been embarrassed like, oh, she's wearing a sweater with no, your name on it? Never. No, never. No. I maybe accept it more now. Yeah. But no, I don't think I would have been embarrassed. All right, next question. Yeah. What was your favorite book to read as a child? Easy. You're probably going to laugh at me. No, I won't. Um, choose Your Own Adventure. <laughs> you know, I never had that, that those books, but I know Are what you you're serious? talking about. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's like, isn't it kind of where whatever you get to a page and it's like, go to page this for this? It was like, you can go to page 65 mm. and open a door, you know, or you can go down this path and you know if that's the case and turn to page 75 i always liked i don't know there was something about like reading the book and if you read it and made a different choice how your your adventure would change but if i had to choose a backup it would be the babysitter's club yeah never read that one either you sure i'm pretty pretty confident <laughs> how about you so i didn't really read books as a kid <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie like you i don't did it? i when you when you posted this question i was like uh i don't i don't remember reading books other than for school at all like period that's surprising but, however my favorite yeah reading was sports illustrated for kids my my parents got me a subscription to that every, that's not a book uh, well i said for reading oh for reading. 
For so, reading, I would read the back of the cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, Sports Illustrated for Kids was was an awesome magazine. I loved that magazine when I was a kid. I never had that. I think I had like Scholastic. Was it Scholastic? Oh, yeah. No, Highlights. Oh, Highlights, Where yeah. Do, the only thing I'd do that is at doctor's offices look for all the hidden things in the in the pictures. Yeah. Um, all right. What so, was, oh, go oh, ahead. What was your first CD and when did you get it? Okay, so my first CD, I'm pretty confident, was Mariah Carey. I was really nice. into Mariah Carey. Um, but I think it was a gift. I think I got it for either like a birthday or Christmas because um, I was pretty young. I obviously didn't have a car or any money to go buy any, but um pretty sure that was my first CD. And then maybe my next CD was like like one of those free CDs that you would get. Columbia House. That was like a mixed Kind of oh, like a oh, mixed oh. I thought you meant like, where you'd, you'd top buy, five buy or... one, get 12 free from Columbia House. Remember that? Oh, I did that too. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, I got suckered, suckered into yeah, that. Yeah. How about you? I have no idea. Really? I was I was trying to rack my brain, and I, I can't remember the first. I was a little late to the CD game. Just, Were you? Just, yeah. Well, let's, let's, you know, let's put that in perspective a little bit. My dad had mm-hmm. a reel-to-reel in our living room growing up. So I we were. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, wouldn't it be cool to have a yeah, reel-to-reel now? Yeah, it would be now? like retro now. But yeah, like, it's a vintage it was, and like. Yeah, vintage. It was old when I was like a child. Mm-hmm. So we were, we lived in cassette land for, for most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> most of my childhood. Do you remember your first cassette tape? Uh, no. <laughs> but I do remember getting in, getting a spanking in third grade. Why? Because I made a mixed tape and gave it to a girl, I think, and had like Guns and Roses or or poison or something on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds romantic. It was, I'm sure. It was their ballads. No, I don't yeah. know. But I remember getting in trouble for that, yeah. No, I don't remember the CDs, baby. I don't remember when I first got my CDs. It's okay. Sorry. No worries. So if you could live somewhere for a month on an extended vacay, Green right? Cayman, easy. Really? Yeah. Okay, I thought about it. I was like, okay, would it be Cayman for me? And... Yes, I mean I could definitely you live in Cayman for my. I thought this I was would a love no-brainer. to live there long, but here's the other thing: there's a place that you know that I'm dying to go to, and I would love to go there for an extended stay because I feel like, first of all, the plane ride is ridiculously long, and second of all, there's so much to see. I think it would be beneficial if we were going to do a trip like that mm. to kind of immerse yourself in the culture. And so I wrote down Greece. Okay, because That's I really want to go, and I feel like yeah. you don't really want to go for a week. You know, the flight's really long. Yeah, we want to go to Greece. The time really difference, bad. you know, remember when we went to Italy? I was exhausted. Like the time difference, it really throws your body the off. First, the first day, the we first all slept day. for like four hours. And then when we came back, it actually took me a couple of days to get yeah. back on track. Because that was our first ch- time really dealing with jet lag. Uh, yeah. Like I know a lot of people are seasoned and they've got it all down, but no, we. Mm-hmm. Okay, Greece, that's a good one. Yeah. That's but fair. yeah, I mean, Cayman, if you said, Jackie, I guess we're I'm going thinking to Cayman right for now a month. because. Because of COVID and because of all this, like I'm when you said extended stay, I'm thinking rest and relaxation, not mm-hmm. exploration. And right now, Greece isn't even on the table to travel to. So yeah, eh. actually, came not either. either. They completely shut the island out. They off. said no, we don't need you. Yeah, we got we already got your money. We We're don't fine. Need your, your, yeah. We're fine. We'll just enjoy Luca brunch on our own. <laughs> what movie reminds you of us? Okay, so this is a hard question for me because there's a lot of que- there's a lot of movies that I could watch. And I'm like, I could see certain things that reminds me mm-hmm. of 
the two of us or think what movies we've watched, you know, that reminds me of us. But I wrote down two. Okay. I wrote down about time. Okay. Because um, I'm a time traveler or because I'm a redhead? No, you're not a time traveler, unfortunately, because then I would, we would like time travel outside of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. And, and go burn down the Wuhan lab in China. <laughs> We'd be out of here. Um, no, there's just something that's really romantic and sweet about their love. And it feels just so, I don't know, there's just things in how they, they love one another and how, I don't know, like, I can't explain it. Just the way the, the way they are, the way they love one another in the movie and the film. And I think even maybe sometimes the way they argue, you know, but it's passionately. Mm-hmm. And that's why I also chose The Notebook because I think The Notebook. So you went with both with that one I know. actress. What's her name? It sounds like, what is her name? I can't even think of her name. It sounds like I'm a, like, no, fixated the notebook on this was, actress. I like The Notebook. That's a good choice. It's, you know, it's like it was meant to be. Well, because they like, were young. They yeah. were, I think they were. Maybe they were, they were in high, high school. school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were very passionate and they mm-hmm. fought very passionately. Right. And you fight very passionately. Yeah. And I'm perfect and I never fight with you. So no, I'm kidding. Ever, never. <laughs> it's perfection. Oh, that was really sweet, babe. Thanks. What did you write? <laughs> oh, I, I wrote a couple with question marks like Twister, or Armageddon, <laughs> Jurassic Park. I said Ar- Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I I settled on. Uh, Harry Potter, because it's magical. Oh, I thought you were going to say Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, you're my oh, beast. Oh, I should have put Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, you love that. You used you to call me. Beast. used to say that all the time. And I'm your belle. I, I take it back. Beauty and the you Beast. You didn't like my joke, Harry Potter, because it's magical? <laughs> yeah. But um bum Dad jokes. Oh, man. Always right. delivering those ja- dad jokes. I'll go I'll go next, because my next, my next one's sweet. Okay. So ask the question. Okay. <laughs> What one piece of marriage advice do you wish you were given when we first got married? So I have two. Okay. First one is to be intentional about truly trying to understand your spouse's perspective Mm -hmm. and the why behind it. Okay. That's good. And then number two, the importance of constantly showing grace. I like it. Both of those are really good. Really solid. I like it, babe. I know it. I could tell you put a lot of thought into. Do you have a joke on yours? No. Oh, okay. Mine actually, mine are both mine are serious as well. Okay. But now that I think of it, I probably could have thrown a good funny one in there. Mm. Oh well. Okay, so the first one I had put was the importance of verbally affirming your spouse, and I think that, in looking back, um, I know that I do this more now, but in the beginning, I didn't really understand the importance of doing that. You know, ultimately and. And you are supposed to be your spouse's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I could have done a better job. But nobody told me that. I mean, that would have been a good piece of advice. And also listening to your spouse before responding quickly in the midst of a disagreement. Like really listening. Yeah, that aligns with, with mine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because you, you have to, if you're going to think about your perspective and where it's coming from. Yeah. Or if I'm going to think about your perspective and where it's coming from, I have to pause, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do it instantaneously instead yeah. of just reacting. Right. And I think that's something that I've learned along the way, but I'm definitely guilty of having done that. What? In our younger years, in our early years you, of marriage. You come back at me quickly? Responding really Man, quickly. I didn't know that. What else, baby? I like <laughs> Those that. Those are my two. What was the first? My first one was the importance of verbally oh, affirming verbally your spouse. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, those are my two 
Very nice. Nuggets, I think, that would have been uh, beneficial if it had been Yeah, shared. I think we probably could have avoided some confrontations over the years yeah. had we listened to each other or taken so each other's advice. I don't know if anybody really sat me down and gave me marital advice before we got married. No, or right I mean, when we got married. Yeah, looking, I mean, we could have sought better guidance. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Live and learn. Live and learn. So if you could rid of one fashion trend, I can't wait to hear this. Um, so if you could rid of one fashion trend women are currently wearing, what would it be? So I was thinking, I haven't seen a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It kind of, I've seen it here and there. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it, maybe seen it in person, but like mostly it's like on TV and stuff, but like anything stonewashed jeans related. Yeah. No, leave that in the eighties. Like they look terrible. There's no sexy way of like making. Even if you, they do them like <laughs> like some weird cut that's like super tight, and mm-hmm. no, they still look like eighties stonewashed jeans to me. And then the other, like anything like that's like really weird, like high waisted, like those mm-hmm. like high waisted, not like high waisted like those. I wear high waisted jeans. Not those, those like weird pants that are almost like parachute type pants that are like really mm-hmm. high waisted. They just look stupid. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Stupid. I just, I just don't, I don't, they, they never flatter anybody either. Yeah. They're just weird. Sorry. Some things I feel like. Sorry, anybody that's listening that has those. Yeah. I don't know of anybody who wears those. They're around. They're still, they're around a lot. I feel like I haven't seen anybody who wears them. I've seen them like in magazines or. I don't know. Some things on the runway, I feel like, can't really transfer over Never well make into it every to, day. Like real life. Yeah. yeah. So, am I supposed to ask you the opposite of that, or the same thing with the women? No, I have, and I, I have something that I, I wish would go away. I'm okay. not a fan of it. I mean, it doesn't offend me, but I'm not, I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of the fanny pack. The fanny pack is a real thing. Like everyone, all the designers have their own designer fanny pack. I've seen. No, can't do it. I Men just, or women. Women. It's not oh. as bad. It's much worse yes, if a man's men, wearing a fanny pack. Okay, yes, there are men that wear fanny packs too. Unless you're I'm like an designer fanny packs. or like you need it for work specifically. Because I do see sometimes like healthcare people will wear it. But if that's not the case. Okay, I'm not talking about. You're wearing it for fashion. Host, wearing it for fashion. No, yes. never. Period. Yeah, I, I'm Next. not a fan of it. <laughs> All right. Okay. If you had to commit to the same food you were packing in it. In every picnic basket, for every picnic we were to go on from yeah. here on out, what food would you put in your picnic basket? Well, I think that you have to go with, there's got to be wine in there. Of course. And then uh, a wide selection of charcuterie items because mm-hmm. there are endless combination possibilities. <laughs> you can't go wrong. I guess you can't. What about Some you? assorted meats and cheeses. That's right, and crackers and stuff. Fruits. That's right up your alley, too. Oh, man, it's so good. Tommy loves a charcuterie board. Yeah. I don't think there's a charcuterie board you've ever turned your nose up at, ever. It's not a lot of foods I turn my nose <laughs> up to. That's, That's one of my old, As one of my old uh, coworkers used to say when we used to ride together and for work, he's like, Tommy, you're always eating. And it. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I guess I am. I'm always eating. Like every time, I'm like, oh, let's stop and get lunch. Let's stop and get a, let's stop and get a snack. <laughs> Tommy plants his day around food. Yeah, well. Okay, so I agree. Actually, I put champagne. If you know, I was pretty specific. I put champagne down because I love, I love champagne. For if you're gonna okay. have like a fun picnic, it's so I don't know, just the start of a party. Uh, caviar, some good caviar. You could eat caviar every day for like if we went to a picnic every day. I like a good caviar. It's very light. I guess you never you didn't sm- ask every day. You're saying every time. Every time we went on a picnic. I you know I misread it. I actually thought you meant like if we had to do like a picnic every day and you had the same basket every day. 
But it would still be the same answer. (laughs) With some small pancake rounds, some creme fraiche. Oh, wow. Um, I was very specific in thinking about my picnic basket here. Um, Obviously, a little bit of the uh, chopped red onions, some... um, Oh my goodness! What else? Uh, the the egg, obviously, and then uh, moving on from that, I want a fresh baguette in there um, with a little bit of smoked salmon, mm, a, a small cheese. chopped tomato salad, and a fresh burrata. Delicious. Okay, that's okay. Well, now, well done. Now we need to go on a picnic. Date. I know, right? Now, I've weather, already built the this. weather. It's you... perfect. It's perfect. Uh, you see what she does to me. Now I've got to go get caviar, guys. <laughs> and that fresh burrata. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll be fun. <laughs> all right. So if I were to surprise you with tickets to a sporting event with amazing seats, mm-hmm. everything's planned. All you have to do is pack your bag, show up. What sporting event would it be? Uh, so I chose two. You can only choose one. What you am I, what? a billionaire over here? Well, in this hypothetical situation, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, so one would be really special cause, uh, Brandon, our older son, um, really was into basketball for a long time and we actually got to watch the last few minutes of UVA's mm-hmm. NCAA championship basketball game. He was, he was at work and then he got home and we got to watch like the last 10 minutes together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be one. Like okay. if so UVA... only, if, only if UVA is in it, like the final four is great, but it doesn't really, I mean, I like watching on TV, but yeah. I, I doesn't entice me to want to go there unless UVA is paying like if they were playing in that championship game again right and you could get us all there that'd be awesome and then the other and amazing seats yeah too. like the other really is just the Super Bowl not I mean I'm a I'm an NFL fan and I keep up with what's going on and I watch from time to time yeah but the Super Bowl is an experience like you mm-hmm. know it, it's an it's everybody that that's why the tickets are so expensive yeah for not just the how game how much are tickets to the Super Bowl oh game? gosh they're thousands really yeah from I've never hear. looked yeah it's not I mean something you just hear you hear on the you hear like what they're going for on the markets or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah the Super Bowl is a it's just it's it's like a whole week Super Bowl week you know and you go to chance to see all the celebrities and the other Hall of Fame athletes from all different sports I can see just how that would whole be exciting mm-hmm. it'd be fun for everybody everybody have a blast yeah yeah I'm surprised you didn't say an Arsenal game yeah, I wasn't even thinking about foreign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many. See, the challenge like with with European football is there's so many mm-hmm. leagues and tournaments, and if they were like in the Champions League final or the World Cup final, that right. would maybe the World Cup final would would go would be mm-hmm. right up there too. That'd be the awesome. boys would love that. Yeah, that'd wouldn't be, that be amazing? Be awesome. Yeah, I would. To go to an Arsenal game. An Arsenal, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be really cool. We gotta go. We do have to go. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Yeah, Again, this was fun, baby. Um, I think we should, you know, we want to continue to share a little bit more about us. But um, we have a really great episode next week. We have an amazing October lined up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, and hope you guys have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.